Welcome everybody to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host Peyton, and with me is my co-host Horn. Goomba. Hi. What? Goomba. <laughs> what, is that, what does that mean? Goomba, like you know, like, like those like little like mushrooms. No, I like, know Mario. what a Goomba is in Mario. <laughs> you said well, like yeah. I can greet it. Oh, I don't know. I was, <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> I saw. I saw it like on. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I just wanted to say Goomba. Goomba. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I can, that completely threw me off. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Well, yeah. Well, uh, we got a great show for everyone today. If you've seen the title, we're doing something new. All right. We're doing something new. We're going to we're gonna be, this is like the start of hopefully like a, a little series. It's not going to be like every episode we're going to do it every once in a while whenever we feel like it but basically the concept is that it's we're watching movies that we haven't seen that people would tell us we're on crack for not seeing like the best movies like in the top 100 and we just haven't seen them so for this episode we're doing like Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption because either one of us haven't hasn't hasn't seen one of those so yeah but either it's going to be either uh, like one of each of us hasn't seen a certain film, but the other one has. So there's stuff to talk about there. Or we're going to watch two movies that uh, neither one of us has seen. But uh, yeah, other than that, we got a great show for everyone today as far as news goes. It was a little bit of a slow week, but there's there's still some good stuff there that we definitely need to discuss so let's get started with the news. Um, let's start off with some Star Wars. I don't, I don't think you particularly care about this because I was taught we were, Joel and I were freaking the fuck out. But Lego, <laughs> the Skywalker Lego, saga. <laughs> yes, yeah, releasing April fifth. April fifth. I'm so excited. It's gonna be. Yeah, the, bro, it's gonna be the best game nice, of all time. A nice birthday present to both of us. Hell yeah! Oh my god, I'm so excited. It looks so I, good. I, I know I I saw the like uh, parts of the gameplay things that you know, the mechanics have changed and looks very very different definitely in terms of a Lego game combat Which looks am, sick it looks yeah, like combat just looks regular awesome. third person oh my god it's gonna be so it's gonna be so good <laughs> and it's finally coming out I think I think they announced it in like 2019 so yep finally finally get it. Finally, finally coming around to it. Three years later, and if anyone cares, uh, they confirmed a mumble mode. So if you're if you're familiar with the OG Lego games and uh, the mumbling, there's a mumble mode. So that's exciting if you care about that. Honestly, even though like as far as the those Lego games goes, like we're OGs, but I don't know if I'm gonna play with the mumble mode on to be honest. It's like it was cool for the it was like it's cool for the time and I'll probably I'm probably gonna play it multiple times anyway so I'll probably do like a a mumble a mumble playthrough but I think for my first playthrough I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it off but yeah next piece of Star Wars news is Mary Elizabeth Winstead has joined the cast for the Ahsoka series yeah yeah I have no clue who who she could possibly be playing but I'm excited because she's absolutely fantastic she was good she was great and obviously scott scott pilgrim uh but also birds of prey most recently uh so 
I don't know. Again, I don't know what character she could be playing. Like I have, I, I like, I, 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 I like, I try to speculate <laughs> when this, when this uh, news dropped, and I was just like, I have no idea, <laughs> I have no clue. But whatever. I hope, I hope it's not like a small role, and she's like a major player. I saw that. I, I saw that too. Um, yeah, but I don't know what uh what character should be who she could be playing. I remember I saw someone. And they were like, wait, she got cast as Ahsoka? What? And I was like, no, no, bro. Like, no, no. And so that, that was like, that was pretty funny to see. I think she could, she could be like in a, like, like a, some Sith person. I I think she'd be sick. as like a bad guy. Like a. So I wasn't saying how like she could play Hera. Um, so. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like, mm, I feel like she's a little young for Hera, but that's definitely still possible. Anyway, next piece of Star Wars news is the Book of Boba Fett Episode 4 came out, and I know you haven't seen it, but massive improvement from the last episode. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I heard, too. I heard that, like, this is, like, the best episode, like, so far. Uh, I don't know if I go that far. I I still think Episode 2 is, like, top tier, but... This episode is still really good, and I noticed, I noticed, I noticed a pattern that the weakest episodes, episodes one and three, uh, both were directed by Robert Rodriguez, whereas the best episodes two and four were not directed by Robert Rodriguez. And it's like, damn, <laughs> like is is Robert Rodriguez just doing a bad job, or is like he just getting he just getting the bad scripts? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but now I'm like, if I see directed by Robert Rodriguez, I'm going to start dreading it at this point. I don't know, but yeah, uh, as far but yeah, as far as episode four, definitely a big improvement. Uh, it's the, it was the last episode seemingly that had flashbacks and I've seen a lot of people criticize the flashbacks. I think it's actually the best part of the series so far. Because all the stuff in present day, to them present day, hasn't really been particularly interesting to me. Especially last episode. I mean, you saw like the whole gang thing with their stupid scooters. Um, I mean, I'd rather have him like chilling with the Tuscans and having stuff like that than cyborg people <laughs> chasing people chasing guys at two miles an hour <laughs> but maybe maybe that's just me but uh on to some dc news the batman runtime has been revealed to be two hours and 55 minutes Whew. Um, yes the the longest solo origin movie to date solo movie of a superhero yeah with th- three hours of peak fiction really so I remember the, the the dark knight was two hours and 42 of the day the dark knight was two hours and 42 minutes and yeah that was like the longest batman film ever longest solo movie ever yeah but i'm glad that we are getting t- like nearly three hours of just a great movie God, <laughs> remember, i've been i've been seeing people be like i how like like how long is Batman collecting these fucking trophies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw a thing. It's like, what if what if the, the entirety of the Batman is just him collecting Riddler, Riddler trophies? I was like, oh no. 
God, those things are fucking horrible to get in the goddamn games. I just, I, n- I never went for them. I was, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I don't care no, enough. I've been, I've been like, I've been like meaning to uh, play the Arkham series again. And I was thinking about getting like Arkham Origins because, like, you know, it's like backwards compatible. Yeah, it's the only one I haven't played because it's not yeah. like, in the Arkham collection because it's not rock steady. Yeah. Yeah, and people like I mean, people try to give like origins, uh, like a lot, like a lot of crap. Yeah, I've seen but, a lot of people come around to it recently, being like, you know what, this game wasn't that bad. <laughs> and I'm like that with Arkham Knight. Like, uh, people just were not. It's it's. I mean, really, it's just the Batmobile stuff, and I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't mind the Batmobile to be honest. I think they I think they do utilize it too much and it it's it's too much of a crutch for that game but I don't know I didn't hate it. It's a, it's it's kind of a thing to where it's like um I don't know if you ever played like Assassin's Creed 4 I um, only played 3. Well, in Assassin's Creed 4 like you're mainly on your ship like and it's such, like it's literally one of the worst parts about the game. Like I don't know I'm not a big fan of like the whole ship thing. It's probably why I haven't 100% completed like 3. Because you, you have to like use like your ship and like do all this type of it's just, it's horrible. Like, well, Arkham Knight as a game, I think is pretty fine. Um, yeah, the Batmobile stuff is pretty overused. Yeah, if you're gonna have like a traversal system that's like imperative to the game and it's like the main part of the game, it's gotta be it's gotta be good and it's gotta be satisfying. A la Spider Man PS4. <laughs> yeah, like it's like sort of like with the there's a lot of stuff you gotta just like collect like you got the backpacks and you got the black cat things and etc etc and like taking pictures and i'm like i had no issue doing all that (laughs) because i could just swing throughout the city and it felt great god i think what i think like you know of course you know i haven't played too many games in my lifetime but i think like literally like in terms of like just overall gameplay and like story and everything like Spider-Man, Spider-Man PS4 is literally like the perfect game. Like to me, it's so. Good. It's like, like not, not, I can never really get like bored playing it. Like you know, of course, you know, like you said, like the, the traversal system is like amazing. There's always something to do. You have like DLCs, and you have like, you know, uh, you just fighting bad guys all the fucking time. The swinging is like have, just therapeutic. It really is. It's just like, like it, calming. Turn up the music. Oh, just swinging through the city, man. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, yeah. So onto right. onto more Batman news. The Batman theme dropped. Hottest single of 2022 already. It's gonna win Song of the Year at the Grammys. Uh, it's cause gonna be. It's gonna be number one, clocking in at 12,000 minutes on my Spotify rat for 2022. <laughs> You were in the top point zero one percent of listeners. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's never gonna stop. Uh, Cause I'm gonna keep listening to that theme. Yeah, that theme, man, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a it's a freaking good theme. When when that dun 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 dun, dun. and then it like and then it rises at the end. Oh my fucking god! I just levitated. <laughs> my grandparents are wondering why is, why is there a hole in the ceiling and I'm like you you don't want to know but uh <laughs> oh, god uh next piece of news is according to the cosmic circus Mark Strong will return as Dr. Savannah in Shazam 2 in some capacity mm. 
don't know uh, mm-hmm. what that mm-hmm. capacity is because it seems like I mean just based off what we know about the film he's not gonna get, he's not gonna be the main villain. It seems like that caterpillar that caterpillar guy. <laughs> isn't, oh yeah, isn't uh, Mist- involved. Mr. Mind. Yeah, seems like he's not involved yet either. Or maybe that's like a Shazam three thing. But I feel like if they're gonna do Shazam three, they're gonna do Black Adam. I don't know. I, I I don't know what they were setting up with that. But I mean, Doctor Savannah Mark Strong's freaking sick. So he's great and everything. Definitely. God, he yeah. he was so good as Sinesh. It's so, that's so unfortunate. <laughs> he could have he could have been like, I mean, he was like pitch perfect as Sinestro. Well, no, it's crazy, but um, like it's just like one of the first glances of like the Shazam trailer, like back in like what twenty like eighteen, yeah, um, twenty eighteen, something like that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, fuck. I was like, "Is that fucking Steve Carell?" <laughs> oh no! But it was it was like it was like literally the first glance. I was like, "Okay, no, that's not because no Car- longer Steve Carell." Hey, hey, no, look, a dead ass, bro. It looked like him for a second. <laughs> yeah. And then, then I was like, I was, "I was like, okay, no, it's not because oh, it's no. not." <laughs> hey, look, I'm comparing two goats, so eh, fair enough, fair enough, but uh. Next piece of DC news. I mean, we we got to talk about this Joss Whedon interview. Oh, oh, God. Good Lord. Joss Whedon, piece of shit. It's like if you didn't hate him already, it's he really he really did this interview like expecting <laughs> like expecting to like get like some like redemption. Yeah. Out of what he's done. Like make him look like the good guy. And he just make made himself look so much worse. I know. Like PR there was, manager literally quit. There was there was very few uh, Joss Whedon supporters, but there was like a few that was like, ah, oh, we don't know what's behind the scenes. They could be lying. And it's like now if you support Joss Whedon. <laughs> After this interview, it's like, what are you doing? But yeah, I know. Joss Whedon did an interview, and he, I mean, he said a bunch of stuff. But as far as it relates to DC, uh, he's he called Ray Fisher a bad actor, and that's why he cut him out of 2017 Justice League. When literally he was like, like one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, the whole it's part like, of the movie. It's like maybe people would. I guess be sort of receptive that receptive to that if we didn't just get Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, but now that we've seen it, it's like, what the hell are you talking about, man? And then not only that, but like there's some stuff with like Gal Gadot. Yeah, Gal Gadot, because uh, uh, Gal Gadot uh, said that like Joss Whedon threatened her career and stuff like that, and because she didn't want to do a scene, and Joss Whedon like threatened her career and. In this interview, Joss Whedon said that Gal Gadot, he didn't threaten her, and that Gal Gadot misheard him because, quote, English isn't her first language. <laughs> what and the what hell, an, man? What, what an asshole. Like, literally. And then every other person on the Just Sleep was just saying, like, how, like, he's just horrible to work with. Yeah. He's a bad, like, director. He's just overall a horrible person. Yeah, I... I can't believe that this is the guy then, that directed the first two Avengers movies. <laughs> and then fucking, and then like Jeremy Irons was like, "Nah, like I'm not dealing with this shit." <laughs> when Jeremy Irons calls you out, you know you've done something fucking bad. He he like it. He like admitted to like to like coming on to women and like and like affairs yeah. and stuff. And he didn't apologize at all. Like he didn't even seem apologetic. Like th- this this guy is something else, man. Like good good lord. 
I want to add on to that, like, uh, you know, like some of the other stuff he's done, like, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. A lot of the women came out and then he even fired Charisma Carpenter for her being pregnant. And mm-hmm. he, like, just all that type of shit. I'm just like, bro. And to make things even fucking worse, was that, like, Joss Whedon compares, he, he like, idolizes himself as, like, a feminist, but he treats women like fucking horrible garbage. Yeah, and there he was... Claims that- he claims that like because he like he like uh is a feminist and knows about feminist things like it gives him like the right to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Which is which is even funnier because there was a time, especially during the Buffy era, where it's like Joss Whedon is like <laughs> Joss Whedon was the, the 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 guy to give like women like a, a place in Hollywood, and now it's now it's like what the <laughs> like in hindsight, it's pretty obvious that this that this guy was a womanizer, not wasn't a feminist at all, but uh. As, uh, like back to the gal, like we can't even forget this is like this isn't new information, but it's like just in the context now, especially with what he said. But like the Gal Gadot thing, that the scene where like Flash is supposed to fall on Wonder Woman or whatever, and Gal Gadot didn't want to do it, and and so he he forced her stunt double to do it, and she didn't want to do it either, but he threatened her career as well. <laughs> And she, obviously not being a star of the movie, has way less power, so she had to do it. Like, my God. Very, very unfortunate. This, put this, even, lock this guy up. Even, even, like, as, like, a, like, even, like, if I was, like, Ezra Miller, I'd be like, hell no. Like, what the hell are you talking? Like, like, why do you want me to do that? And, yeah. like, but yeah, you know, like, everything, like, made so much more sense, like, you know, like, around, like, 2018, 2019, when, like, more of the Joss Whedon stuff just came out because, like, in the trailer, you just see, like, trailer and even in the movie, you just see, like, ass shots of, like, Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you see, like, fucking just a bunch of things in, like, the Avengers movies with Scarlett Johansson. Just, like, bro. And he did the 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 folly on the breast thing, like, as if he... <laughs> in Age of Ultron. Yeah. And then, like, there was, like, a moment in the Avengers, first Avengers movie when, like, Black Widow's getting like in a helicopter and she has like a fucking like side boob. I'm like, bruh. This and dude. then there's like the just lingering ass shot on Black Widow when she's talking to Loki. And, and it's like, <laughs> it's so, it's so obvious now in hindsight, man. It's so, oh man. It's, like, bro. It's, it's bad. It's bad. I know. But like, Marvel fans are some, like, Mar- like all fandoms are, are trash. Right, but like sometimes in each fandom, sometimes they do something, and I'm like, I'm like, that's that's pretty funny actually. So now all these Marvel fans are like, dang, it's kind of crazy how how Kevin Feige wrote, directed, and produced the first two Avengers movies all on his own. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joss Whedon, who's that? Like, I don't... <laughs> but man, yeah, we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna. In, we're we're gonna make our own Mandela effect right now. Yeah. Oh, and then there's the Prima Nocta joke in Age of Ultron. Jesus. Which one was that? Which one was that? One? Uh, when they're the scene where they were trying, where they're all taking turns trying to lift the hammer, and Stark mm-hmm. was like, Stark was like, so if I lift the hammer, I then rule Asgard, and Thor was like, yeah, and and Stark was like, well, uh, I will be reinstating Prima Nocta, which is uh, the king or the ruler or, or whatever gets to. Um, deflower uh, a bride before her wedding day. Wow. 
dear God. <laughs> and it's like, as a kid, I, that, that shit went way over me. I don't know what the fuck Prima Nocta means. But now it's just like, that's, pr- like, Stark is a, Stark is a, is a douchebag. But I feel like even that, that's, that's pretty far. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like a little like character, like Prima not, Like, he's with Pepper at the time, too. <laughs> like, it's like, Jesus. <laughs> what the hell? Like, oh, man. But, uh. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, next piece of DC news is Peacemaker Episode 4 came out. Yes, literally so good. What Vigilante. Yeah, Vigilante. Oh, the, Vigilante. The Deadpool awesome. of the show. Vi- the Deadpool. He's, right he's now. so good. <laughs> I know. He's really, he's de- he definitely gets the most uh, laughs out of me. Uh, but that, yeah, that, vit, that uh, fight. Well, spoilers, number one. So, time codes. In the in the show notes, uh, skip around if you don't want to if you don't want to hear this. But like the the fight scene in the jail, awesome. I'm like, damn. I know. I'm like, I was like, damn. Like, that shit. That shit was fucking. And then he was. I, I love that bit of like, uh, I, I I like what James Gunn is doing right now. He's taking like bits of like modern conversations, and just like squeak like you know just throwing them in there, like of the. When Agent Chase is like, oh, you know, like, uh, but, you know, black people did, like, all these things for, like, music or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I did love that bit. <laughs> and it's, then like, he, it's like, it's like, it's like, what do you, the, the question was, like, uh, let's go around in a circle and say, like, what's the number one contribution that <laughs> black people have had to society? He was like, the, and he said, the like, the invention of rock and roll music. Because it's true. And then, yeah, that's true. And then fucking he, he ends up fucking roasting them like so badly. And like it was just funny as fuck. He was like saying like he said something about like oh how like your mom's like getting fucked by like black dudes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> this one fucking dude. But yeah, that shit was funny. Indeed. And I love how like uh of course, you know, like I was just thinking about yesterday how like James Gunn is like very, you know, notorious for making, like, unknown characters kind of, like, you know, like, bigger than they are. Yeah. I did some research on the, on the White Dragon, and I'm just like, holy shit, it's fucking crazy. Is he racist? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's a white supremacist. Like, he's, oh, he's a white there nationalist. We go. He was, like, captured. I think he was captured by the Suicide Squad in the comics. Amazing. So, but, like, like he, yeah. also, he also made Vigilante's superpower canon. How he can oh, just yeah. like he said he ate a Wendy's like a literal Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that was that was cool. But, uh, I love his costume too. I'm trying his to see that on like, screen now. I know, I know, right? But yeah, like I said, I love his costume. It's very like, it's very simple. It's like it's like it's like if you if you took ski armor and made it ballistic. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "Snake Eyes." Yeah. <laughs> now nah, I can't wait. I can't just can't wait for him to start doing some flips and shit with his fucked up pinky toe. That bit, but that, that bit was hilarious. Yeah, he's not being able. And then and then when um and then what's her name was like, Are you vigilante. <laughs> he was like, "What?" Yeah, he's like, "Like no, like, no, I'm not a vigilante." He's like, "You sound like him." He was like. <laughs> Yeah, he changed his voice. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, you, you just changed your voice. He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, But and we also got to talk about the end. M- fucking Mern, dude. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Mern. 
man, man's Bro. a butterfly, whatever the fuck that means. Still don't know, <laughs> dude. No, because like when I was like when I saw that, I was like, wow, everything makes so much more sense. Because in the in the first episode, he wasn't eating, and then like in the woods, he was like when he was talking to um, Economos, he like showed like barely any emotion. I forgot. I forgot. Um, it, it was it was a moment. I think it was in the third episode. He was acting. He was acting sus, and I can't. I I and I, I and I clocked it. I was like, he's kind of sus here, and I don't know why. But uh, God, I can't remember the scene. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Oh, like what, what was it? Was he doing like the um, like what, when he got blown up in the house or whatever? That's 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 one. Yeah. Or he got blown up in the house. He just got up like it was like fucking nothing. Yeah. I was like, because like, you know, like how in you know movies where like there's an explosion near a character, and we're like, how the fuck did he not die? And just that, that that was kind of like a moment. Um, oh, and we we got to we got to talk about <laughs> the big conversation everyone's having. Oh, what? Peacemaker's thoughts on Batman. Yes, yes, yes. I I was telling Peyton because uh, I saw the episode before him. I was uh, saying how. I love how they added the conversation about like you know Batman not being able or not killing his villains, only to for them to escape prison, and do, keep you know terrorizing the city again, and that instantly brought me to the conversation of the Punisher and Daredevil. Oh yeah, like, on the roof, yeah, yeah, that instant parallel. But that's the, that's the, that's the conversation that I've been seeing recently is like, why doesn't the Batman kill Joker, knowing that Joker is just gonna like you know. Escape Arkham or Raven, like yeah, or not Raven Croft. What the hell? Escape Arkham, and just keep doing the same thing again. And like that—that's the thing too. Yeah, my thing is like Peacemaker is right, and like he should, <laughs> especially in the DCEU where he's he's killed before. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But like, I I, I see I've, I'm seeing I'm seeing people on like Twitter and stuff sort of get the wrong idea from this argument and people are like if you think peacemaker's right then you don't know shit about batman and i'm like first of all calm down (laughs) uh second of all i i think you're i think you're missing the point a bit we're not when when people are saying peacemaker's right we're not saying yeah batman killing yeah batman should kill at like as a character like no hell no batman should not kill that's a part of his character batman should not kill 100 percent no uh, but if the man was real and this was not fiction, he absolutely should kill these guys. Yeah, and it's also like, of course, you know that this is something. I mean, it's been talked about before, like, but very little. Like, yeah, like you said, if Batman was a real character, and if he just beats down these people who go to and they just go to prison. And then if you see again, like, next week when these guys escape, they're going to blame Batman. And be like, why the fuck did you just kill this motherfucker? <laughs> God, especially like, in the DCEU where Batman's just, like, killing everybody. Yeah, yeah. He was but, more, like, he was you brutal. let the Joker live? <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. He has the means the to do so. Doesn't. He's done it He's done it before so many times. Dumb well, as hell. In the DC, like, comics. But yeah, so uh, Peacemaker was right. Yeah, Peacemaker is definitely right. And, and then, yeah. he ends off the conversation by calling him a fucking, like, a Sharpay-looking fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Jesus, I'm just trying to have a conversation. 
But yeah, that, that shit was funny. Great show. Great indeed. How many episodes is it? Like eight? Uh, I think it's eight, yeah. Dang. Still don't know what the there. hell is going on. I know, but it's, I mean, it's good. Halfway through. Crazy. Is this, is it, is it, is it weird that like I kind of, well, besides of Hawkeye, but I'm really, really, I was more anxious, not anxious, but like I'm more excited to see this show more than like any of the Disney Plus shows? Uh, yes. I don't know. I'm just. I'm well, very, so far, maybe maybe not, but like. Because Mo- I think Moonlight. it's just because, like, it's peace, Peacemaker. Well, no, it's because, like, I mean, it's on. I mean, it was, it's ongoing right now. I'm, like, itching to see what's going on more mm-hmm. than, like, in the Disney Plus shows. Nah, I think I was, I was like, oh, where's the next episode with WandaVision more? <laughs> I, don't know, I think for me, it's because, like, it's James Gunn. And yeah, I yeah. love what James Gunn, James Gunn does because, like, you know, it's Peacemaker. It's a new character. It's a fairly new character that not a lot of people know about besides the Suicide Squad or whatever. But, um, and it's like this, the whole story in general is like really good. I still can't believe this man is doing, he did back-to-back projects with a movie and a TV show. Love to see it. And then doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Man's the holiday special fucking, and volume three. Yeah, this man's brain's gonna be fucking fried. He, he did say he's, he's like, he's, he's gonna take a little bit of a break. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't doubt it. But even Man, then, he's still making money. He's still coming back to another DC project at some point. Mm-hmm. Still don't know what it is, but he's 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 gonna he's coming back. You want to know what I want to see James Gunn do? Hmm. And then, and then uh, besides, like you know, like Guardians and the MCU, what's that? I want to see him do an X Men project. Hell yeah, Kitty Pride, Kitty Pride. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. That's the only <laughs> thing I can remember. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. What X Men could he? He he. I mean, he could do the original team. Yeah, like, yeah. But or, James or, Gunn also likes his like really obscure characters. He could he could do um, let's see, let's see. Yeah, who else could he do? I was thinking about doing Nightcrawler. Uh, Nightcrawler would be cool. Maybe Colossus. Uh, yeah. Call it Coliseum. That'd be cool. Deadpool. He could do he could do Domino again, or I mean again. I mean. Not again, but I'm saying like I'm talking about again as in like doing Domino, like in the MCU or whatever, with the Z- Zazzy Beats. Yeah, Zazzy Beats. No, no, I'm gonna look into that. Who, which character could he do? I want to see him do Gambit. I just, I, cool. I just want to see him in the MCU again. I just, I, I don't want him to be done after Guardians of the Galaxy. He's such a good director. I'm gonna DM him and ask him to give me his mind. I want to be just like him for real. <laughs> What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> Looks back at the Twitter, uh, the, the Twitter post. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that test process. I was like, I was like, what Twitter post? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are those are cursed, cursed. But people change. True. I think I think as far as Peacemaker goes, the only negative reviews I've seen are people being like, "This show's for liberals." <laughs> <laughs> James Gunn is woke. That's, that's woke. pretty much it. Those be the t- those be the type of people that I agree with uh, the White Dragon. True. Yeah, because like I remember in the second in the second episode when he got arrested, or was it second or third episode? I don't know. When he got uh, arrested. It was a th- or, uh, third episode. Yeah, it was a third episode, and like they started like they started getting on their knees. Yeah, it's like I was like. I was like, everything clicked. I was like, he's a he's a Nazi. Yeah. 
was, it was like, I knew he was a racist, but it confirms it. Jeez, I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> cause, yeah, I know. Like, because they were like sort of playing it like they were gonna like fight him or something. I could tell because I could tell that they were gonna be on his side because that's a, just that's just a little bit of a trope generally, where they're like, uh, and they look antagonistic, but then they're they're cool with each other. But they but they got their knees inhaled. I was like, oh <laughs> was my like, god. <laughs> I know, right? That shit's crazy. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, moving on to uh, some Marvel news. Uh, a little bit of an unfortunate delay, but Marvel Studios assembled Hawkeye has been delayed to February 9th. It was supposed to be out by now, and it's been delayed. So I'm sad. What's, I, what's Marvel's assembly? Uh, that's Is like, that like the behind-the-scenes yes, the behind specials that they do for the Disney Plus stuff. Well, not the Disney oh, Plus, yeah. just the their most recent stuff. Oh, okay. They're always like in like an hour long of just buying the scene stuff. I'm like, this is great. I'm loving this. But yeah, gotta wait to see the Hawkeye stuff. Trying to see more Kingpin content. Uh, the Craven solo movie is reportedly set to begin production next month, which is like, as far as news on Craven goes, like the movie was like greenlit and then Aaron Taylor Johnson was cast. Like, so if it's if it's starting production next month, I mean. <laughs> Like, motherfuckers work fast. Like, uh, well, I, I still don't know. I I don't know, man. I'm hoping it's good. Like, I'm I, like I'm hoping Morbius is. I just don't trust Sony. I don't trust them at all. <laughs> I know, right? God, just I don't know. I don't know. Just and it's like it's like part of me wants them to do the thing where it's like throw uh, Andrew Garfield in there. And have it be in that universe, so he can have his own thing going on. But at the same time, if Andrew or if Andrew Garfield, if Morbius is trash, and this Craven thing isn't very good, Andrew deserves better than that. You know what I mean? (laughs) So like, I don't know. I'm really mixed on it. But Aaron Taylor Johnson seems like a good casting choice. Yeah. So that that has me excited. Whereas Morbius, I couldn't. I couldn't care about anything about that movie except the implications it may have regarding the MCU. Maybe I don't know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Last piece of Marvel news, and then we'll go on to the topic. Is of course the Moon Knight trailer. Yes, love a love scene. Loved it. Amazing. Like I'm very very excited for more psychological like shows like this. Of course, you know I know I know next to nothing about Moon Knight, other than like little small facts. But it definitely makes me want to get into his character a lot, a lot, a lot more. Uh, might go cop an omnibus this weekend. We'll I, see. I was I was I was checking. Um, I was I was I, I looked them up. And I was like Moon Knight comics. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna cop. I I know like I know a place where they have an omnibus. I'm gonna get one. Man has plugs for everything. All right. Speaking speaking yeah. of which, you you completed your Daredevil collection. Yes, I did. Well, God. for now, for now. Oh, jeez, man, because I'm a two thousand dollars worth of Daredevil comic. Well, I'm gonna get like I'm well because I'm reading everything in chronological order because I got the Man Without Fear, the five issue run, and then I got Daredevil volume Frank Miller Daredevil run volume one, two, and three, and then I'm gonna get Daredevil Yellow. And then I'm gonna get, and then I already have like bits and pieces 
of the Maleev run and the Brubaker run, uh, I still need to collect the entire Maleev, uh, Bendis and Maleev run. And then after that, I'm going to get into Andy Diggle's run with Shadowland, which I heard completes the Maleev run, Maleev and Bendis run. But the conclusion was kind of eh, so I have to see about that. And I'm going to get Charles Soule's run. And I heard that um, Chip Zdarsky's run is, like, really great. I mean, Chip Zdarsky's already a great writer as well because, you know, he did some Spider-Man stuff, so I want to see how that is with, you know, Daredevil. What's your address? No, we're not doing this. <laughs> cool. It's just, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I just want to stop by. I'm already giving you. I'm giving you the Brubaker run of it. True, but like, exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. So, what's your address? No. <laughs> what's in that? I, 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 I need. I need to know. So you know. No. Come on. No. It's all right. I got it saved in my phone anyway. I have yours too. So. Yeah, but I don't have anything you want. I could take a PC. <sighs> Honestly, it's pretty trash. It's old now. PC's a PC, it doesn't matter. You can always upgrade it. Or your laptop's better than my PC. I have no idea. I have no idea either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Moon Knight trailer. <laughs> but the, the Moon Knight trailer is freaking sick. Freaking awesome. Yeah, nice but- seeing a remix version of K. Cuddy's Day and Night. Day and um, Night. Seeing him like beat up a werewolf. See, and also seeing him... Know- See Conchu and <laughs> yeah, Conchu is cool. But the old lady walked in. And he was like, "I lost the contact." Yeah. Also, uh, you want to know something? It's like you know, like when he's in the truck, like yeah, he's he, like, like driving in or whatever. Oh yeah, and he like drops yeah, the gun because he's like, "Whoa, where am I?" You see, you see, like uh, if you zoom in, there's a box in the back, and it's, it says Von Doom. So we're gonna be getting Doctor Doom very soon. Pardon? I mean, yeah. For real? I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you. It says Von Doom. Well, it says Von, but you know the D, and then it says like, I mean, well, huh? One can assume it's Von Doom. I'll show you. But show people you are roasting the shit out of Oscar Isaac's accent. <laughs> well, no one can do a perfect British accent. Like, it's kind of. What are you talking about? British people can. But ain't no fucking way. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, they're already British, though. <laughs> Well, no, because I mean Tessa Thompson could do one. Isn't nope, she's American. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, people are like Rosa. People are like it's atrocious. Nobody talks like that here, and it's like, but there's also other British people that are like it's not that bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, people like literally overreact about everything. But like they did a little, you know how they do like where the actors like react to the trailer or whatever. Oscar Isaac makes fun of his own accent. <laughs> He was like, "My name's Steven in the show, and he went, he went, he went. Please, sir, can I have some more?" <laughs> and I was like, "At least my man's is self-aware." <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, and it's it's looking darker than normal MCU movies. So hopefully that'll make people happy. People are still like, "It needs to be bloody," and I'm like, "Does it though?" <laughs> I mean, and I see people getting their hopes up too much that people are like expecting like daredevil levels of and I'm like let's keep in mind this is still Disney you know <laughs> yeah people think that more blood equals good yeah like 
there's plenty of stuff that pushes the boundaries of PG-13. I mean, the Batman movies, really. But Yeah, exactly. It's People seem to forget that you could still be brutal while under the PG-13, like, you know, break rating. Yeah. And that suit. Yeah, the oh suit's good. Oh, my God, that suit. L- looks like a mummy... Which is which is cool, like kind of like a night and neat trick. I see people talk about like the CGI is like you know bad or like it's like it's not it doesn't look the best. My bro, what shut CG? Up. CG of the suit. People are saying like I'm like, no, it's an actual suit. I don't, yeah, it, was, it looks mostly practical. <laughs> I mean, obviously the eyes are not you know. Yeah, you know because those are eyes, but still like people are like, oh my god, like, the fucking CG like. Bro, y'all always complain about CG, bro. At this point, it's like you might as well just not watch anything. Crazy how Marvel's Batman did the white eyes before DC. That's true. That's it, true. It looks so good too. <laughs> Look, I know, right? It looks so awesome. Yeah, I think my only if I if I had to nitpick one thing about the suit is that I wish the moon looked a bit more visible Moony. on the chest. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's about it. Other than that, I'm. Um, um, <laughs> so I'm sold. It's 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 easily already one of my favorite suits in the MCU period. It looks oh man. You think he's gonna get a new suit by the end? I think so. I, I, I my my might be a little bit more armored. If anything, I'm wondering how it's gonna connect to the wider MCU. The only thing I can someone, really think of is Blade. Yeah, someone said how like um it's gonna tie into like Blade and like uh. Uh, Dark Knight, because, like, it takes us in London, and that's where, like, all that supernatural stuff was occurring. Because you see him beating up, you see him, like, you see him beating up, like, a a werewolf, and that's kind of what, like, you know, well, you know, like, Moon Knight and Blade and Dark Knight kind of do as, like, home vampire. I saw saw someone say it was a specific character. Nah, I mean, 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 it's it's not Anubis. I mean, it might be Anubis. Yeah, I think it was Anubis. I but mean, there was like a side by side, and I was like, "That does kind of look like." I mean, like we'll see. I still just think it's like a regular werewolf. Yeah, it could, it could be. But yeah, you know, hopefully in the some in the future. I mean, we're probably gonna get it in the future, but I know they're setting up like a Midnight Suns type of thing. Yeah, or Illuminati. Illuminati for sure. Speaking of that, speaking of Illuminati, actually, did you want to talk about anything else? Is there any another uh, uh, no. parts of news? Because uh, I was gonna say that like uh, multiverse of madness stuff. There is a there is a, a a picture of Tom Cruise in a motion capture suit. How like you know Tom Cruise is gonna be like a Iron Man variant or something like that. I don't know. That's just what I just what I saw. My mom would be pissed. <laughs> I fucking hates Tom Cruise. Everyone was saying like, if I see Tom Cruise in the MCU, I'm gonna stop watching. I'm like, whoa. Like what is Tom? Like what's wrong? What's about Tom? Tom Cruise. I think it's pretty much just the Scientology stuff, which I'm not a fan of. But like, <laughs> I was just it's, it's it's a bit of an overreaction. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be whatever. Trash if Tom Cruise is in it. Okay. Did you see that No Way Home is like eyeing like a 770 million dollar domestic run? Uh, really? Fucking disgusting. It's it's gross like 1.6 billion dollars, and that's without China. Oh, time to go see a movie again. Stupid, stupid. Literally, all I've all I've wanted to do since seeing No Way Home is watch No Way Home. Yeah, I literally, I, I, um, I'm. Oh, that movie's gonna be on repeat when I get it on Steelbook. Definitely. 
It's like the only well, movie I've actually been tempted to buy digital first and then get the steelbook. Because <laughs> I just want to watch it. Also just out of curiosity to see how much, if any, CGI that they've altered. Yeah. Yeah, this thing's going to be in theaters by, like, fucking April. Well, well, maybe. Yeah, and they're, they're going to have to... They're gonna have to keep uh keep it there because I'm gonna keep seeing it every day. But yeah, that is the See. news, which means it's time to begin our topic, which is of course movies that we haven't seen. Uh, if you're looking at the title, then you know it's it's Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption. That's right. We haven't, and by we, I mean I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, and Torin hadn't seen Pulp Fiction until Holy. recently, of course. Um. So yeah, why don't you why don't you talk about some Pulp Fiction? So you know, with uh, I think Pulp Fiction is a great movie. Uh, of course, been made by Quentin Tarantino, and I think the the movie for me. I'm gonna start off, start off with the rating first. I give it an eight point uh, eight point five out of ten. It's not a ten out of ten for me. Uh, as people, I mean, if you don't know, Quentin Tarantino is a he does non-linear storytelling, which you know it's kind of like, like you know the like the ending is the beginning and like the beginning is the middle, like you know like all that type of shit, right? Nolan before Nolan, yeah, right. And so, uh, you know, watching this film, I'm like, you know, that, that's kind of why I don't give like his movies like a ten, uh, is because like I'm not a big fan of the non-linear storytelling, only because like. It kind of confuses me until the very end, <laughs> but kind um, of the point, though. I mean that, that is the point. But so I'm more just of I'm very straightforward. I kind of want everything to be weak. Yeah, some film whatever. major you are. You don't worship. <laughs> no, right. You don't worship Tarantino. SMH. Yeah, no, I don't worship the guy that says uh, the N word all the time. I'm just kidding. I, I personally, it's it's fine. It was in the movie before I was even conceived. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I remember was, the that the N word in that it completely through, but I was not expecting it. Yeah, yeah, you know that's the thing too. Like I know that there's controversy about that, which I'll get into um, in a little bit. But so far as the story, it was really, really nice seeing. Uh, I loved, you know. Of course, you know, like everyone has seen the like Samuel Jackson bit, you know, like I dare, you, I double dare, dare motherfucker. Like everyone's seen that. That was nice seeing um, in action. I love John Travolta, uh, Uma Thurman, and Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was in this movie. is fucking awesome as yep. Butch. I fucking loved like his like little story as like kind of kind of like being this uh this boxer working for money. Also reminded me of Daredevil. Sorry, um, <laughs> and. It was like just nice seeing like how like everyone kind of had their own like individual like story. It was nice. I mean, even though I'm not like religious, I like seeing Samuel Jackson kind of throwing around Bible verses, having that little you know connection to like God. And yeah, everything. what's up with like religious stuff and like it just I don't know being a good basis for storytelling, like Daredevil season three specifically, mm-hmm. like really leans into the religious aspect of the character. We, yeah. keep, we keep talking about Daredevil. <laughs> but we like, do keep talking about Daredevil because, like, that's kind of like what, like, we... Because it's peak fiction. So... It, it really is. <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, like, season three of Daredevil leads into that religious aspect, and it's so good. <laughs> yeah. We gotta we gotta thank Kevin Smith for that one because 
season three of Daredevil was based off the Guardian Devil, like you know, story arc of yeah, Guardian Daredevil. Devil Born Again. Yeah, well, pretty Hush much. Bosh. But uh, yeah, like oh, like you, I mean, you remember that? I mean, you just watched Daredevil recently. The scene where he like saves the people. It's like, and they're like, "Oh, thank God" or whatever. And he's like, "God didn't save him. I did." Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Yeah, I would. I would hate. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of. I would hate to be a doctor. Like, I'd be like, hey, you know, your son saved, and they're like, oh, thank God, I did the work. <laughs> I did the work. What are you talking about? But, but yeah, going back to that, um, it, it it just felt yeah, it fit really well with like Samuel Jackson's character because you know he's more of like even though he's a, you know, he's like pretty blunt. He's a blunt individual. He's still wants to find like you know like the meaning of like his life and yeah. not just doing like not just being like a hitman all the time killing people um it's kind of like the thing too it's like that's like one of the themes is like you know kind of finding like where you're at in the world and like do you, if you want to keep doing just like pointless shit all the time like killing people and like doing something that doesn't make you happy cause like yeah that's like the thing with Butch like Butch was like a boxer like fighting for money and he didn't want to do that anymore. He kind of just wanted to just take the money and like leave. And then like in Butch's story, and like also the thing too, like we see like uh this thing with like Marcellus kind of like being this like uh hidden figure until like the middle of the movie. And this is when things start to get, start to get very fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> so of course in the movie, um. Marcellus and Butch get into like a kind of like a fight, uh, like type of thing. Like Marcellus is like shooting at Butch, whatever, because you know in the story Butch didn't want to box uh, anymore for Marcellus. He ends up like knocking out one of the fighters, taking all the money, and like leaving to go Daredevil. be with his friend's wife. Literally, literally <laughs> battle, battling Jack Murdoch. <laughs> like this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, there should not be this many Daredevil parallels. <laughs> and so, um, so like you know, after they're fighting, they go into this like gun shop or whatever, and Butch is about to kill Marcellus. And so like the the gun shop owner was like, you know, and you know, don't don't kill the nigga, like all that type of shit. And it starts getting. And this is where it starts to get weird. So like you know. Later on, they're both Marcellus and Butch are in the chair. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're you know, they're they're gagged <laughs> and tied up. And then, like, this police officer makes like, it's like one of the police officer comes in. And he's like, "Go get the gimp." And they oh, they open up this door and they get this dominatrix like dude, mm-hmm. and they just like put him in the fucking room. And then like they're like, "Which one do you want to do first? And then he's like, I want to take the black one. And I'm just like, mm. are they are they fit to do <laughs> no. it? Are they fit to do it? And then... And they did it. They, they did it. I hated that part. <laughs> I, I know. You you hear yelling and everything. They're like, yeah, get him. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> I hated that part. I like, know. why is this here? <laughs> and then, like, you know, Bush gets free. He's, like, you know, going to, like, leave. And he's like, no, I got to save Marcellus, you know, or whatever. And ends up killing one of the dudes, the gun shop owner. But, like, it shows them doing it. I'm just like, bruh, ain't no fucking way. And, like, yeah, and, like, that's pretty much, like, the end of, like, Butch's arc. He saves Marcellus, and Marcellus is like, you know, we're cool, whatever. So we go back to... Everything ties together in the the very end. 
of like the robbers in the fucking like diner because you know there's a little Bonnie and Clyde situation mm-hmm. and like everything just came together at the very end like you get to see like them like John Travolta and Samuel Jackson walk out of the diner everything's fine you know they didn't get they didn't, they didn't die which I was I, I didn't because you know of course you, you never saw Samuel Jackson and like the like in like the whole portion of the movie until the very end and I was like okay thank god like or the third act at least well John Travolta does yeah John, 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 John Travolta dies but of course I was, yeah he gets fucking killed by Butch when he was in his apartment do you remember uh, you remember Christopher Walken's name no fucking Captain Coons yes okay yeah never mind yes I remember yes yes Captain Coons and I was like oh <laughs> I laughed about that part and I was like oh man I always forget Tim Roth is the robber guy yeah, Tim Roth was yeah he was in a he was in Reservoir Dogs as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know who that chick was. How you feel about a how'd you how'd you like a Phil Lamar? It was nice. No, it was nice seeing him. The goat. So, yeah, it's nice seeing Sadie Shock being interrogated by Samuel Jackson. It's nice by Nick seeing, Fury. It's nice seeing Samurai Jack. <laughs> yeah, interrogated by Samuel Jackson. And like, it was nice also, seeing uh, Green Lantern. Being, <laughs> oh yeah, for real, Inter- interrogated by Samuel Jackson, and of course you know like this movie came out in 1994, right? And then like when, when Butch gets like the the katana, I was like, wait, Kill Bill before Kill Bill, because <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> you know you have Uma Thurman in there too. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, no, that, that was cool. Yeah, that's so why the I I explain this movie horribly because you know. Non-linear storytelling. I can't really explain it that well. I mean, I think you did the best you could. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like so I said, it's an 8.5 out of ten. Well, Pulp Fiction is generally considered to be one of the best films of all time. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Would I agree with it? Yeah. Mm, I don't think. I mean, I mean, yeah, one of yes. I think it's a. I think it's also a top tier Tarantino film. Would sure. you say it's the top in the top 100 of all time? Up 100? I mean, I haven't seen 100 films. Well, I mean, I mean neither do I. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could see it being in the top 100 for sure, yeah. Oh my god, I gotta sneeze. Sneeze then. Sneeze it. Go ahead. Sneeze. Oh, okay, I did it. But yeah, it's definitely a great a great Tarantino film. For sure. You know what movie I should see for the next one of these? Next one we what? do? Parasite. Yeah! Parasite's a good one too. I've never seen Parasite. I like Parasite. I think a lot of people are saying it's like the most classic of classic movies that's ever been like released, like a modern as far as modern film goes. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Or I can see really... The Godfather. Oh, I haven't seen The Godfather. The Cringe Father. Oh, you know what? I've never seen The Dark Knight. I can do that. Yeah, I've never seen Pig Fiction before. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Overrated fiction. Yeah. Overrated <laughs> fiction. So yeah, you gave uh you gave Pulp Fiction an eight an eight point five out of ten. Mm-hmm. I forgot what I gave it back when I saw it. But uh I, should, I think I should I, really start I should really start using Letterbox a lot more. Yeah. I think I I think I gave it an eight out of ten. I liked it. My for but I just because people say it's Tarantino's best movie. I disagree. I think Reservoir Dogs is his best movie. 
Um, I think uh, in terms of the movies that I've seen from him so far, I really like Kill Bill. Got to see Reservoir Dogs. I have yet to see Reservoir Dogs. So good. I I try to watch. I tr- they take off like every fucking movie of his on HBO Max. I, think, like, uh, I saw Pulp Fiction on Showtime, and like every apparently like Showtime? all of his movies. Yeah. Man, I thought that was on Netflix. They got to, they had to have taken that off recently. Then. Yeah, dude. I have no idea. But like, yeah, I do. I, saw- I do notice like his movies like cycle on Netflix and HBO Max. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, you want you want to know where his movies are on? Fucking Hulu, God, bro, just get Hulu, bro. Just, I, I, you got, you, I think you keep I'm, spending your money on peak fiction. Fair enough, but like, <laughs> dude, I'm sorry, God, damn it, but damn it, dude, always cuck me with that. But yeah, Reservoir I'm, Dogs isn't even on uh, Hulu anymore. Oh my god! It's on HBO Max though. I went to HBO Max and it wasn't there. <laughs> Did they add it again? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of this. Hold on, hold on. I gotta check that. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta check. One movie that I've been wanting to see. Of it's Tarantino's there. Is... Okay, well, I'll watch it after <laughs> this podcast. One thing I wanted to see with uh, Tarantino is Inglorious Bastards. I've been wanting to watch that. I own that. Fantastic. I think that's even though I think Reservoir Dogs is his best movie. I think uh, Inglorious Bastards is my favorite. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Tis fantastic. Yeah. I forgot. To, I forgot the con- I forgot to talk about the controversy, but I don't want. I mean, oh. we'll talk about that another time. Not talk about it. Uh. So pretty much like, uh, you know, the thing about Tw- Tarantino saying the N word, you know, soft A and hard R. Um, you know, he just basically like people. You know, people were saying like, like you know, why Swin Tarantino saying the N word, and Tarantino was like, you know, I can write my characters however I want. Like, you know, it, it it's just a part. Of, it's just a product of storytelling. You know, I can do whatever I want. And Samuel Jackson like defended him, saying like, you know, like it's. I mean, I got a problem with him saying it. I guess you mean it's just part of the character, part of the movie. Yeah, my mom is pretty conflicted. On on that because she she likes Tarantino's movies but she hates the uses usage of the n word by <laughs> Tarantino specifically because like in, yeah. in a Django she's cool with it because it makes sense right in Django yeah. but mm-hmm. like a Pulp Fiction it's just unnecessary yeah because you know like yeah because it, I, the thing the thing is too like uh it's very off putting when you hear just Tarantino just say it like like that. Cause you know it's Tarantino, but like yeah, like I mean I'm not saying it was unnecessary in Pulp Fiction, but like it was definitely very jarring. Cause like you know, in the movie where they go to his house to go clean up the car, that fucking uh, Vega literally just shoots like Phil Lamar in the back seat. Um, they went to go like his going to go to his house to clean up the car, and he's just saying like, oh yeah, you know like nigga this and nigga that or whatever. And I'm just like, okay. You know I, mean? <laughs> oh. I mean, I mean, I mean, he said it. Like, I mean, I, I, I can't be mad. I can't change it. Although he did like put himself in Django, didn't he? He did put himself <laughs> in Django. He was, uh, yeah, he was one of the like, uh, like workers, or whatever, yeah. like a dynamite company. I, I forgot if he said said it, 
I I'm mean, sure he probably did. did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know he did uh, and everything. But yeah, that's kind of the thing is like he was like saying like you know like I, oh he was like also saying how like how be, how uh, when a black person can say it but he can't is like racist. And he's just saying like how if if I can't say it, yeah, basically just saying like black people telling him that what what a, a word he can't say is considered racist. That's dumb as yeah. shit. My philosophy is Samuel Jackson said that's all right. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, let I go. mean, I, like I said, I personally like. Um, I mean, it's if it's in the movie, it's in there. I can't change it. I can't. You know, I can't speak for everybody if they want to get offended or not. It's like it's like, like it, it's 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 sort of like separating the art from the artist or whatever kind of thing. Where it's yeah, like yeah. Where, like like for example, we were talking about it earlier. Like Joss Whedon, fuck that guy. <laughs> but like, if the Avenger, the first Avengers movie is still gonna be one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. tough that it was directed by such a piece of shit. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let that ruin a movie for me. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much like you know that's the whole controversy that he got into. Yeah, that's uh, that's your Pulp Fiction then, yeah. Right? Yeah, eight point five out of ten. Well, I watched Shawshank Redemption. Oh my um, god, it's a great movie. I mean, it was all right, I guess. Oh my fucking god! Don't you dare start. <laughs> Look, it was a great movie. It was. Um, it's just, it's just like, uh, like I watched Fight Club sem- like within the past year or two and Fight Club was great also, but it's, it's one of those things where because I hadn't seen them sooner, mm-hmm. uh, th- like, like, because like those movies are like cultural, uh, milestones, you know what I mean? So like m- film sense have been influenced by them. So I, yeah. so I've just, I, I was, I was already like used to a lot of the, a lot of the, like, I'm sure when Fight Club came out, it's like, it's like, holy shit, Brad Pitt wasn't there the entire time, like was probably mind blowing, but like through the quarter, quarter of the way through the movie, I was like, oh, he's not spoiled it for me. Spoiled <laughs> it for me. I'm not spoiling it. I'm sorry. But like it, it, but although in Shawshank, it was just structural as when it comes to that. The fact that spoilers for these movies, by the way, I don't know why you'd be listening if you hadn't seen these movies. Uh, but the fact that, like, I like, I felt stupid that I didn't realize. Oh, this is where the tunneling out of the prison cliche comes from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 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 because when it happened at at the end, and he like put his hand through the poster, I was like, oh, obviously, <laughs> duh. <laughs> so, so. I, you know credit where credits do but like i remember part of the reason why i hadn't watched this movie was like all i knew about this movie was morgan freeman is in it um it's set in a prison that's about it <laughs> i don't know yeah. just everything about it just screamed this movie is boring and <laughs> so i just i just kept putting it off and it wasn't boring um like the beginning of the movie i wasn't expecting i was like this isn't a prison some guy in a in a car loading a gun what's happening and then of course you know all the setup and stuff and um they make it pretty clear to the to the viewer that he he didn't you know 
kill his wife or whatever. And then he's he, he's sent to prison, and Morgan Freeman's narrating because, of course, he is. It's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, yeah, but like the, the the whole thing where like it was such a it was such a cool thing where he's like in prison and he's like doing everyone's like <laughs> taxes and stuff like that. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was, I thought that was really cool because he's obviously you know like a good person. Yeah, but um, Clancy Brown was in it. My guy, Mister Krabs. <laughs> Mister Krabs with, with the antagonistic roles again, mm-hmm. like in Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course you got the warden, who is an in uh you know Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's call this let's call this the Daredevil reference episode. <laughs> if you haven't seen Daredevil, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Truly peak fiction. Uh, do you know what isn't peak fiction? Shawshank uh, Redemption. Uh, oh <laughs> but um uh what was I talking? Oh yeah, Clancy Brown, Mr. Crab I, I it was hilarious just <laughs> Because he just sounds like Clancy Brown, but then when he yells, he starts sounding like Mr. Krabs. <laughs> because uh, I don't remember which uh, which voice actor said this, but they said um, you can always identify a voice actor by their scream, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. is, which is true. Like, there was literally a moment in the movie where Clancy Brown goes, get back to work. <laughs> It's like that's fucking Mr. Krabs, man. Yeah, ne- yeah, and, and, and the next time he starts saying Mr. Squidward, <laughs> what, what's the, what's what's the main character's name? Dufresne or something? Andy. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Dufresne, <laughs> get back in your cell. <laughs> like yeah. Jesus. But then you got Leland, who's apparently just an asshole in every movie and, and show he's ever been in, and and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he like he like starts doing every oh man. Yeah. I, I was gonna I was just I was gonna I was about to just go through, you know, the motions of the movie and then I just remembered Brooks. Brooks was so sad, man. I was not expecting that gut punch. I wasn't expecting I know. that at all. And then, and then like the, the message he left. Brooks was here. Oh, oh god. I was um when that scene was playing out, I was like, I was like, because he was already talking about how, like, how he doesn't, you know, belong, how he feel, he doesn't, he wants to, you know, do a crime so he can go back home or whatever. Mm. And he gets on the, he gets on the desk, and I was like, oh no, he's gonna kill himself. But then he starts, you know, writing Brooks is here, and I was like, oh, he's just writing Brooks is here, <laughs> and then he kills himself. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh man, <laughs> no. But yeah, man, that, that, that's like a real thing, like. Yeah. You've been in prison for so long that, like, you just get adapted to it and you can't, like, yeah, you can't adapt Adjust. to the real world. Especially yeah. that it's been that long. Like, he, I mean, he talks about in his in his letter how technology had advanced and yeah, he, everything just seems foreign. Yeah, you know, because, like, you know, when he, when he leaves prison, he's, like, looking around at everything. Yeah, he sees, like, all these, you know, all these, like, cars and, like, all these stores with TVs and everything, like... He didn't have that, and or at least he didn't have that at that you know advancement of technology, and so like he just he just couldn't take it. it took a toll on him mentally, and that's just what happens. And that was so fucking sad, dude. I was mm-hmm. like, like 
you, you know, like I had like kind of like a, a a pretty straight face during the movie, and I guess I felt a little happy that that Brooks like left, and I was like, oh, he gets to, he gets to enjoy his life, and I had the biggest frown when that happened. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> but then you got that like that greaser kid who just yeah. gets sniped by Mister Krabs. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, bro! I was like, what the hell? Why? This is so unnecessary. Why'd you gotta? Why? <laughs> I mean, I know do why, want, but like, <laughs> do you wanted do you wanted to make a difference? He wanted to like actually learn. God. Then, why Mister Krabs gotta? Why Mister Krabs gotta do that though? I don't know, man. I think he says he. I think he says he lost sixty-two cents for selling SpongeBob. Well, you know, you know what I realized? Like that movie came out in nineteen ninety-four, which was already weird to me because I don't know. I kind of just assumed it was an eighties movie. Um, but like, uh, it came out in nineteen ninety-four, which means only like five years later he was doing Mr. Krabs. Yeah, which is <laughs> wild. My guy just got off arguably what like in like the top fifty movies of just of all time period, and then, and then, he, and then he's in a voiceover booth going, "Mr. Squidward." <laughs> <laughs> but at the yeah, same time, man. I mean, SpongeBob, SpongeBob, he's making bank off SpongeBob. <laughs> making bank off SpongeBob. Like literally, like like he's a, like he said top fifty movies of all time going from like one of the like number one like arguably the most number one like best cartoon of all time, most memeable cartoon as as well is literally a meme for everything in that show. It's borderline like going on too long or not borderline? It has been going on too long. <laughs> Are you feeling it now, Mister Squidward? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Meester Scott just some of stuff. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Krabs ain't gotta ain't gotta do my the greaser guy like that. Mm-hmm. But uh you got like the president from Iron Man three Oh, you know, it was tough in the beginning when they when he, they got that uh that fat guy killed. Oh <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Krabs dude. killed him. <laughs> Mr. Krabs is not a good guy. He really isn't. But yeah, he got the, the president from Iron Man 3 getting him killed. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, and you, you got like those, those, um, um, how do we say, uh, rapists. Um, and, and which it's like, it's like, while I was watching the movie, I was like, obviously these guys are here, but damn, I didn't expect them to, <laughs> like, they they didn't go as far as Pulp Fiction, mind you, but they 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 you know they implied. yeah I oh yeah I was just man I was like bruh, ain't no way real tough you hate to really? see and whoever Honestly. they cast was great because <laughs> wanted to just punch him in the throat dude played that role too well I know right <laughs> so something that we don't know about I'm just but uh. I know. Also, I'm, uh, I, sorry, go on. I'll say like thought the uh, thought the end that uh, Morgan Freeman's character was gonna die, but I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, I was a little bit on edge too. I was like, I was on edge because uh, part of me thought they weren't gonna pay off the buried stuff thing, and I was I was gonna be annoyed. But then when Morgan Freeman was like on his way or whatever. I, w- I was on edge. I was like, oh no. 
some I don't know something's gonna happen, but luckily nothing did. I'm like, yes, the great the the good ending, Shawshank, Midemption. Tired of you, but yeah, I gave it like a six point five out of ten. I'm tired. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, I gave it. I uh, I gave it an eight out of ten. It was good. What I say, it's in the in the top 100 movies of all time, probably. Just because I had a really just like uh, when you when you watch movies like this, you gotta you gotta place yourself like in the time they came out. Because if you don't place them in the time they came, like if you're judging it by like today, it's it's relatively standard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But like for the time, incredible, <laughs> incredible movie for sure. It's like it because it, I th- and I think a lot of people sort of judge old movies like that now. Like, it's some are more fair than others. Like you got your Citizen Kane, and it's like I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to watch Citizen Kane. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. <laughs> because like I'm sure I'm sure it's incredible or incredible for the time. But like I'm not. I, I, I do not care but you also got movies like The Godfather where I'm sure they like they hold up insanely well and Shawshank which now now I know holds up and then you got Back to the Future which is the best movie of all time which holds up um, so you know and then you got like and that's the best thing about animated movies they're fucking timeless they really are but yeah. am I missing anything about Shawshank Redemption like, 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 I feel like there's a chunk of the movie like the whole the whole the whole section where he's like where he gets like the library and stuff like that, he actually makes the prison a legitimate like rehabilitation. Like it's possible to be rehabilitated there. That was great. Uh, yeah, my guy, my guy Andy's a goat. Really I, I, I I like the um, I like how Morgan Freeman was the guy that could get anything, and I always love how if you needed something, they always had that line back and forth. He's like, I heard you're the guy who can get things he was like he, he's like yeah i've been i've been told to you know <laughs> get things from time to time what do you need <laughs> or whatever i i love the scene of like um them like you know doing work on top of the roof and they're like you know like getting beer oh yeah i love i love that like the those scenes well, really well even the confrontation with mr krabs um yeah actually that was the scene where he was like get back to work <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, how how Andy was like, listen, I can I can help you with your money, <laughs> and Mister Crab was like, I like money, <laughs> <laughs> money, 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 money. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, just get my get my friends here some beers. And I'm like, you know what? Fair trade. W. My guy was a walking L and a walking W at the same time. I know, right? But ultimately, a walking W. And it, oh, the way oh, it was really satisfying how he just finessed the warden, like absolutely just ripped all of his money and the warden offed himself. Deserved. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. Oh, look how uh, he yeah he just stole because he put it all under a fake guy, and then he assumed the fake guy or whatever. Which gave me like, gave me like, catch me if you can. Have you seen Catch Me If You Can? I think I have with uh, Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh yeah, no, probably not. Sorry. <laughs> it's a great movie. Add that to the list. <laughs> I will. Um, but yeah, yeah, Shawshank was a, 
it was good yeah i'm still pissed i'm so pissed i didn't realize because like he gets the poster he puts it on that's the number one cle- the whole the, the the whole behind the post i don't know how i didn't pick 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 up on that i like i felt so stupid yeah you know like because like <laughs> is that for, like, he got a, he got a little hammer too i don't know how i didn't pick up on that <laughs> there is definitely foreshadowing in that movie like for that too there's there's like 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 little like little lines from Morgan Freeman that he said about it. Really? And like what? I don't remember. I don't remember the actual line, but I do know there was foreshadowing. Like, like oh, Andy movie. Dufresne, he escaped. <laughs> he had he had a hammer and sickle. Oh, you could carve a hole at that hammer and sickle. I can't. Obviously, clearly, I can't do Morgan Freeman. <laughs> We need Morgan Freeman to uh, Morgan Freeman. Uh, Morgan Freeman. We need to. We need to uh, narrate our lives. Nah, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Just, I, I don't know. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Oh yes, yes. Oh look at the two boys <laughs> recording their podcast. Yes. Fucking Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, I was like pretty much like what he was saying. How like uh, like like one of the lines of foreshadowing was that. Andy was telling the warden that salvation lies within, and yeah, he was expecting his Bible with the rock hammer inside. Mm. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, now if like I rewatch that movie, now that scene's a lot more stressful <laughs> when he takes the mm-hmm. Bible because like yeah. the hammer's in there. Like, you, yikes! <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that was that was something that was cool too. And I was like, like my fucking heart, dude. Literally, he was just going through the roof when he escaped. And I'm like, he's, you know, and he's like in the rain and he's all doing all that stuff. I was like, come on, escape. And he's, you know, like, yes. When yes. Uh, the, the shot where he's like looking up in the sky and it's raining and he has his mm-hmm. arms out or whatever. I had seen that shot, yeah. but because it's, it's an iconic shot, but I didn't realize <laughs> I thought that was still in the prison. <laughs> I was yeah. so I saw that one. I don't, I don't know. I didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. It's called. It's 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 Shawshank Redemption. I don't know. That's it should have been so obvious. <laughs> but yeah, his wife good. sucks. I know, right? <laughs> cheating. They do be cheating. Oh, and then when Red got out, and he had the same like path as Brooks. Yeah, with a similar letter as well. I was like, man. And then uh, he stood up on the desk, and I was like, "Do it, Red. Do it. You won't." Wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah but then it shows like uh brooks was here and also red or <laughs> and i was like this is so nice it's so nice <laughs> and then and then him and andy found each other yeah I fucking love that shit yeah six out of ten god sorry you can't deal with this i'm sorry it's true i'm out of here i'm leaving it's true i don't know what to that's tell in, that's that scene in the podcast it's a mid-movie Stop talking. And look, 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 look. You compare Shawshank to an absolute, an absolutely goaded piece of cinema, which is The Dark Knight. No, what the hell? Iron Man Two. <laughs> and and right. obviously, we all know. <laughs> all right, thank, thank you for listening to the Avengers <laughs> podcast. We all know Iron Man Two is a superior film. Stop talking. It does everything Shawshank does, I'm over but it. better. You know, I'm over it. You already said it to me. There's a cor- there's a courtroom scene, and the one in Iron Man Two is way better. 
<laughs> Did I say it was an eight out of ten shit? <laughs> and it was a, you said it was an eight out of ten. Yeah, it's an eight out of ten. Obviously, it and it definitely is in the top, probably in the top one hundred of all time. Just out of you know, it being for the top. I want to like it's it's and it's hard because like oh, I I forgot to ask my parents what it was like to not know the Darth Vader twist. <laughs> Cause I'm still really curious about that, but uh, but yeah, like I wonder what it was like to watch this movie like when it came out. How to have been awesome, <laughs> but uh, yeah, is that the show? That is the show. All right, thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A V E N G E nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at Torrentino on Twitter. And where can they reach you? Uh, well, they can reach me in a multitude of places. I'm on Xbox, PlayStation. <laughs> you can you can find me on uh, Twitter at itzenith underscore or youtube.com slash itzenith. Sounds good. We have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can check out our link tree for the additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app, on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave five stars in review, it would really help us out. You can even Thanks leave a listening. negative review. You could be like, you can leave hey, a negative review, I'll find nah, you. Nah, you can leave a negative review as long as you give it five stars. You could, see, you could be like, five stars, this podcast sucks. <laughs> Go ahead. You can do that I'll too. Find, <laughs> I'll find you. Yeah, we'll but find things. you. We'll find you, but <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> But Give us an excuse. Listening to the, for, thanks for listening to the Avengers podcast. We'll see you next week. Later. Out of here. Look, I'm sorry. It's a six out of ten. I'll, I'll talk to you. It's, it's, it's a mid movie. I'll talk to you. I'm <laughs> about to make a TikTok right now about how the Dark Knight's the best thing ever. <laughs> no! <laughs>